Hello everyone and welcome back guys to, what's it, episode 9, I want to say, of Jamie and I's F1 2021, the unnamed motorsport podcast. Yes, we're back today uh, reviewing the Azerbaijan Grand Prix and what a Grand Prix it was. Kind of. I'm sure that'll get discussed over the course of this video today. But obviously we didn't do a podcast last week, Jamie and I were a bit busy. Uh, but Jamie, you've, you've now finished your exams, haven't you? So you're a free man to go yeah. out and live your life. Three months until I do any work again. Amazing. You are such a uni student. Three months. To, <laughs> just to put that in context, Jamie's got three months before he does any work again. I've got 90 minutes <laughs> before I'm back at work. So it, it, it says a lot uh, between the pair of us here. And still, we're waiting on episode 10 of season two of Jamie's. I can't even remember which team you were doing a career mode with on yeah, F1 2020. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, anything, anything happened to you between last time we did a podcast and now? You've been up to much? Not really. No. Exams. 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 That was nice. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think we've we've been enjoying the sun as well here in the UK. It's it's a bit warm today. I'll be honest. Looking out the window. Yeah, it is actually. It's not been as bad as it has been recently, but it's still certainly muggy out there. So when Jamie and I is slowly just disintegrating into a pile of sweat over the course of this video, you guys will know why as well. But yeah, of course, having a look then back at the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Obviously, Baku, a track that famously has delivered. Carnage, I think, is probably the better way to describe it, rather than action. I think it's yeah. safe to say. Um, heading into the weekend, though, Mercedes, ninth fastest car. What can we Apparently. say about that? Definitely, to, look at the results. According to Twitter, according to Twitter, ninth is a bit generous, I think. Yeah, they, yeah. I think they were on par with Haas this weekend. <laughs> and I mean, what was it, 13th and 16th at the end of the day? I think you could you could yeah. argue ninth best car That's when true, it was said and done. They, they, the Haas split the Mercedes. Basically. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Goat. I don't know, they were... They, really seem to struggle in low speed corners yeah well, actually, it, was, it was weird because like they they, they were, were sort of fine out of the really yeah but in the race even they were they were only really struggling through sector two it was very mm. very weird it, mercedes mercedes seemed to have become the new ferrari this year and red bull seemed to have become the new mercedes it's really really strange yeah. it's like a weird I, I way like it though it's, it's interesting it certainly made things interesting you, yeah. you never know what mood to go into a race weekend with anymore yeah, so you saw Hamilton sort of pulled out of the bag on on Saturday and qualifying. To be fair, yeah. all through practice, they Mercedes were really were struggling. Yeah, yeah. It, and to be fair, some of that would have been sandbagging, obviously, but they were actually not that quick. No, no. Um, so anyway, yeah, you mentioned qualifying there. I missed most of qualifying. I was quite surprised when I got home from work and found out I literally got back in and watched the final Q three runs. Uh, from, well, I see the final Q3 runs. The like attempted five minutes after it should have ended. <laughs> yeah, the the attempted Q3 runs. What was it? Four red flags over the course of the session. Yes. Yeah. So you want me to go through this. It's I would love list. you to go through this for me. So, uh, even before any laps were set, um, Stroll put it in a wall at turn 15. Right. Um, Wonderful. Over a bump. Yeah, I did see that didn't, on Twitter. Didn't bail out and then just went straight into a barrier. Yeah. Then red flag. Obviously, they come out again. Second runs in Q1. Before anyone sets a time again, Giovinazzi does exactly the same thing. Nice. <laughs> so there were about nine minutes left, I think, in Q1. And yep. there were about five or six times had actually been set. So, yeah, they had... It was all fine in the end, obviously, because those two didn't set times. There was only really one more car other than the Hasses and the two that had crashed. So yeah. Q1 was a bit dead, really. So it was, it was Latifi. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, and then Q2, same again. It was first... Uh, first one, well, no, it was only Ricardo actually crashed after he was doing quite well all through practice and Q1, and then 
gets to Q2 and he suddenly remembers that he's Daniel Ricciardo in 2021, so he's got a crash. Yeah, he's, um, he's not in his Red Bull anymore. He's, yeah. in his, he's in his McLaren that you actually have so, to break like, sensibly with. Went straight on into the barrier at turn three. Probably could have bailed out, but didn't think that fast. It's so difficult and, to judge, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so then, yeah, that was the red flag in Q2. Yep. What was I the first red flag in Q3? Um, there was only one. It was at the same time. So it was um, Sonoda on the last run. Just oh yes, yeah. No, I did about see 50 that. Fifty meters late into yeah, turn three. That was optimistic. I did see yeah. that one. Uh, I, I mean, Sonoda, bless him. We sort of saw all this hype pre-season for him. Bahrain, a lot of hype as well. But Since he's then, he's basically happy. been nowhere. Uh, but this weekend, race, he was actually quite good. He was, yeah. That's what I'm saying. This yeah. weekend, he sort of came back and he seemed a bit more focused, seemed a bit more regrouped. I mean, it was a very, very good track for Alpha Tari anyway. Yeah. The top end circuits definitely just are their hunting ground this year. So I mean, we'll see. Like the likes of Spa and Monza, I would have thought we'll see them do quite well as win. well. As. Uh, probably not. Let's be fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, a boy can dream, though, I suppose. Uh, okay. But yeah, so qualifying was typical Baku Khan. It's just a really strange track, isn't it? In it is. Where it's, it's high speed, but no room for error still, you've got to be absolutely on it, but mm. in like a weirdly conservative way. It doesn't really make any sense, does it? Yeah, it's like you like, can't it's difficult to describe. You make, you make the smallest mistake at some corners, like turn eight or turn 15, yeah. even turn three, and you're just in a barrier. There's, yeah. like, there's no room for error at all. So I think after the session, um, in an interview, Alonso was saying, like, maybe you drive at 98% or 99%. Yes, yeah. Yeah, rather no, than I'm just right on edge like at some other tracks yes so we also obviously before we jump into the race obviously had the again remodeled turn 8 uh, for this year yep why mostly inside curve why why do they it. keep changing it I quite liked it this year it felt a lot more like an actual corner rather yeah, than like a car park the problem is, what I don't understand with turn 8 is it's designed to be a ridiculous challenge isn't it yeah. it's not part of a racetrack let's be fair that, that shouldn't exist on a racetrack so it sort of feels like they don't know anymore whether to make it a bit more racetracky or just make it difficult. And they're sort of just sat in this weird bit in the middle where, yeah. apart from Carlos Sainz almost in the race, no one really takes any risk there still. So it doesn't yeah. really well, make much actually, difference. There's not much time to gain there, really. No, none at all. So conservative. Because you've got to get so to get slow in towards turn yeah. 10, I guess it counts as. That there's no point sending it in there. It's not like you say yeah. you come out of that corner and you've got the back straight, for example. That would make it That'd interesting. Be amazing. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> that would be fun. Get the exit of your life. Exactly. Yeah. Screwed. Exactly. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's, it reminds me a lot of the Singapore Sling back in the day with the the triple apex corner. That yeah. I always liked the Singapore Sling. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good in terms of it caused a lot of crashes, but it wasn't a real corner. It was just stupid. Yeah, it was a bit ridiculous, <laughs> once again. Uh, I guess that's what yeah. happens when... I'm guessing when Bernie Eccleston got the design through from Tilker, he snorted something off the table and yeah. just went along with it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, we had a surprise and another Leclerc poll. I actually put a um, poll out on the community tab on my channel. I've been doing a few more of those recently, going who would get poll. Or no, I actually sorry, I put one out saying if people thought Ferrari would get another poll this year and where did they think it would come... And fair play, a couple of people did say Baku. Most people wow. went Singapore, which obviously got scrapped about two days after I put the poll out. But people did, did genuinely believe, well, genuinely believe, I think it's a bit strong, but people were saying Leclerc poll here. And it's a yeah. weird track that suits him in sort of a strange way, qualifying-wise. 
he's quite good at qualifying generally. Leclerc is a street track qualifying yeah. merchant. Fair play. He's I'd probably one put of... him above Verstappen in terms of qualifying pace. Raw qualifying pace, yeah. And I, yeah. I would argue Charles Leclerc is probably the second best driver on the grid currently for qualifying yeah. laps. I Se- think he also absolutely nailed the toe. You saw the Ferrari yes, was yeah. basically, basically as quick as the Red Bull in Sector 1 and 2. Yeah. And then Sector 3, they went nowhere in the race because <laughs> they were losing like four tenths. On the yes, yeah. He completely nailed his toe on the first lap. Um and then gained all the time back, so obviously he was able to get pole. Yes, so fair yeah. play. Two pole. Yeah. Well, that means Charles Leclerc has now got more pole positions this year than Max Verstappen. Yeah, which is kind of insane. He's got the same as Hamilton, hasn't he? Isn't it? Uh, what be six races in? Bottas got one, I swear, didn't he? No, no. Bottas, Bottas got, got Portugal, Portugal, didn't he? Yeah, Bottas got Portugal. So yeah, so he's got the same as Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's incredible, isn't it? Uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, obviously we saw Bottas in tenth. We thought maybe that's just a bad Bottas qualifying session. Pretty much spent none of the Grand Prix higher than that either. Well, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about that in just a moment. But jumping in then to the Grand Prix, of course, I think a lot of the conversation pre-race was how long would Charles Leclerc be able to hold on? I think realistically, everyone, including Ferrari, knew he wasn't going to win unless there was typical Baku carnage. Um, but, I mean, Hamilton got past him pretty much straight away, didn't he? Yeah, end of lap two. So, even without DRS, yeah. he just got the really big toe. Thing. Yeah went straight past him into turn one. Yes. Although he didn't actually pull away. It was quite surprising. That no. With the slipstream. I wonder if that was a bit of strategy as well. Potentially, but you'd, you'd think if if Hamilton just dropped Leclerc really quickly, if he could have done, then he's got a big buffer to the Red Bulls already. What I was thinking he was trying to do, to be honest, was keep keeping the tyres in good nick. Obviously, he just sits out in front and lets Leclerc struggle in dirty air behind him. Obviously, Max Verstappen struggles in dirty air behind him as well. Obviously, and then just try and get the tyres just a little bit further. but Or keep them in better nick anyway. Obviously, he didn't end yeah, up maybe. taking them any further. We'll probably never know, let's be fair. Uh, but I, that's what I thought it seemed like from Hamilton. Because it seemed, obviously, when he needed to up the pace, once the Red Bulls did get through on laps... Well, it was pretty much in one lap, wasn't it? Max Verstappen yeah, got past him, and then Perez got in one lap later as well. So, obviously, we saw them. They got through on lap seven and lap eight. Of the Grand Prix there. Then, of course, we get to about, what was it, lap 14, I want to say? Lap 13, lap 14, when Hamilton dives it in? That, yeah. It was actually the same time as um, Science went down the escape road, because I think we saw the yellow flag. Yes, yeah. Hamilton and, pitted in, because I think Hamilton everyone just assumed carnage and yeah, safety car. Someone assumed someone had crashed and it's going to be a safety car. So Mercedes were gambling a little bit. I feel like they probably would have gone a bit further if they could have done. Possibly, but yeah. Had it been a safety car, obviously, they didn't actually know at the time, because they hadn't shown the replay. No. But had it been a safety car, it was obviously the good decision to pit yes um, yeah but yeah he got a bit screwed it was a slow stop anyway because he could have released him if they got a proper good stop ahead of Gasly I don't think they could have released him ahead to be honest it Maybe looked not. a bit too close it seemed really weird though because like Gasly went past and he waited another like yeah, it seemed a really long delay I, it it never understand yeah they, what I'm guessing obviously the traffic light system works is I'm guessing they sort of base it on worst case scenario like you've got the car that's coming down the pit lane is meant to cut him right in front of you. Yeah. Obviously, because yeah. really, you could set the green light if it's Gasly as Gas is alongside. Obviously, yeah. then you come out behind him, you slot back in. It felt like yeah, he waited there for about a second longer than he needed to. But anyway, I think it was a 4.3. 4.3, yeah, stop. I'm pretty certain. But anyway, much longer than it should have been. Yeah. And obviously, Verstappen was... Licking his lips at that point. ...behind or something yeah. before. So even... A bad in-lap and a, just a normal stop would it easily get Verstappen ahead and of course yeah. Red Bull did at 1.9 because that's what they do Red Bull so, yeah just d- yeah. do that for some reason nowadays he was, uh, 
comfortably ahead of Hamilton after the pit stop window. Yeah. Then we and saw then sort of just pulled away. Yeah. Then obviously we saw Perez do a couple of extra laps. It looked like Perez would get the overcut on Max Verstappen as well until unfortunately Red Bull kind of botched his stop. Yeah. It, was it seemed a bit strange. Yeah. I think I don't know whether there was an element of we keep Perez behind Max for now, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> You're just a conspiracy theory. Ah, uh, Red Bull don't make mistakes on pit stops. Don't give you that. <laughs> they they just don't, do they? But he wouldn't have been ahead anyway. He was like four. It was going to be close. It was going to be very very closer, close. Because yeah. I mean, he only came out what like less than two behind him, I think. And obviously, no, when you that. it was like three, so and he had a four point something. So he had to have like a zero point five second pit stop to be ahead. Not quite sure the same maths works, Jamie. But fair play. Um, but yeah. So after that, obviously. Let's be real, the race got a bit dull for a while. Yeah, it did. In, I, this at is, the time, I was like, this is all right, because yeah, Verstappen was winning. Exactly. Like, okay, that's a good race. Exactly. This is We did have to tell Jamie off in our group chat, and he was like, this race was absolutely incredible. Like, well, it just wasn't, I, though, I, was I didn't it? say it was incredible. You did. Come on. I saw a thing saying it was a snooze fest. I'm like, it wasn't a snooze fest. It wasn't a snooze. This is not what like, I tried to get right at the start of the video as well. Obviously, Baku doesn't generally provide that much action. It provides a lot of carnage, generally. Yeah. And th- there is a difference. It's not a massive <laughs> so, difference, like, but it is a difference. back to a couple of seasons ago, the one with the really good Germany race in it. Yeah. In, in the wet, 2019. 2018 and 19, Ev- really. Everyone said that, that that Germany race in the wet was the best race of the season because it was just carnage. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, at least, my personal opinion, races like Austria that year yeah. or Britain. Silverstone. Year, Silverstone, just, for yeah, me, Silverstone will always stand really out. Good. I Those think... two races were both both way better because they were actual races yeah. rather than just loads of carnage. Yes, but obviously yeah. the casuals and the DTS fans love a bit of carnage. So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so obviously the race calms down for a bit. We see Sebastian Vettel lead some laps. Obviously you had Vettel fans on Twitter going absolutely wild for getting, you know, he Back. still needs to pit. Goat. Exactly, Aston Martin tweeting out as you'd expect them to, obviously hyping it up, everything like that. Obviously still needed to pit, but fair play to him. Staying out those extra laps did him good towards the end of the yeah. Grand Prix. We can all accept that. He, Vettel, it seems like we've, we've given him some slander early on this year. We'll, I think we'll both openly admit that. He seems to be finding his mojo a bit more. That yeah, is really good safe to say. The last couple of races, he's definitely been getting there, certainly. But obviously then we get to about lap 35. Uh, we still had Lance Stroll was sort of the unknown in this Grand Prix. If we got a safety car for Lance Stroll... Things were looking incredible for him. Yeah. He was going to... I mean, he started last. He leapfrogged himself up. Obviously, if if he'd had to pit under a safety car, he would come out in like P7, P8. He was having yeah. an absolute worldly. Safety car isn't coming. So, unfortunately, Pirelli decides Stroll is going to be the one that creates Stroll's Stroll. going to be the one. He's just going to do it himself. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a bit worrying at first, actually. Yes, that um, was... He was in the car for ages. Yeah. You know, Turns out it was the team telling him to say Exactly, yeah. I don't think you... I mean, you had after Verstappen's crash, which obviously we'll mention in a moment. But yeah, obviously, that part of the circuit with cars still flying down. Because apparently people weren't really obeying yellow flags properly uh, down the straight for whatever reason. Not great. Let's be fair. so long for the safety car as well. Both times, yeah. Yeah. Michael Massey, I think, has got some explaining to do at the moment. I think it's very easy for people to have a go at him for little things. But there's certainly some glaring issues that I think a lot of people can still see uh, with, with the way he's running it yeah. at the moment. Uh, but yeah, no, obviously a very, very scary crash uh, for Lance Stroll. Of course, it was the Pirelli rubber uh, giving out. Uh, obviously, wonderful to see him walking away uh, from that incident as well. Obviously, I think, unfortunately, nowadays, we've probably come a bit too used to just seeing drivers walk away from big shunts like that. And obviously, we've had some reminders in recent years. Obviously, even 
uh, Teo Porter broke his wrist, doesn't he? In the Formula Two, he broke his wrist. Yeah, in the Formula Two race. Wow. Uh, but they're saying hopefully he's going to get back just in time for Silverstone. It's probably the only yeah. good reason the Canada's so spread out. It's like six weeks. This year, yeah. Race, so. so obviously we saw Lance Stroll uh, have his incident. Obviously, like we said, lucky uh, to get away with that one unscathed. Obviously Vettel then, obviously after the safety car restart, uh, jumps Leclerc and Gasly obviously on his fresher rubber. Bottas, on the other hand, we we haven't spoke about him yet. Started P10. <laughs> I think he peaked out early on at about P7, P8 of the Grand Prix. That was even after a couple of cars had made pit stops. He was pretty much, I think, running net P9, maybe even net P10 yeah. from the very he was start. Behind um, Ricardo, he got jumped by Lando. Yeah, in a McLaren. Uh, we watched him off the restart. Just go backwards. Yeah, it was I'm, shocking. I'm sorry. I've seen the Twitter clip. I even I made a tweet about it. That's how frustrated I was uh, with Valtteri Bottas. What yeah. is going on with that man at the moment? P6 in the so championship cool. as well. His confidence is shot, I think. Yeah, surely he's on the way out this year. We say it every year, but surely this year. I think in previous years, they've always said, like, as long as we're winning the championship, it's fine. You'd, yeah, he's like, getting the job done. Driver. Yeah. Yeah. But this year, well, if it carries on the way it's going, I don't see Mercedes winning constructors. Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? It's going to when be you think hard. about it, I know. Obviously, it's a long way to go, and Mercedes could pull something out of the bag. But yeah, if it carries on the way it's going, Red Bull drivers have definitely been performing better than Mercedes drivers. Perez and Verstappen are a better lineup than Hamilton Bottas. Yeah, and that is pretty much just because Bottas is worse than Perez. Not Hamilton worse. and Max are so <laughs> they're even, so level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at this point, but yeah, and this is obviously the important thing. I mean, I don't know, obviously if you guys have seen the clip on Twitter of Bottas on the restart. He loses four places. Everyone going around the outside of him. His positioning is woeful. He, he'll yeah. be following a car down the straight who's trying to look past someone else and he'll just bail out early. Obviously, people will look at the wide open door down around the outside and because it's Bottas and he's built up this no mentality for everyone. <laughs> if, like Verstappen says, it's Bottas tax at the end yeah. of the day. Moves don't count on Valtteri Bottas. That, that easy to pull off. And how can a driver in a top team live yeah. like that with people knowing like in midfield cars that they can just fly around the outside of him and it wasn't even good midfield cars it was like I think it was Norris Norris Alonso, got past him good midfield car Raikkonen. yeah Raikkonen Raikkonen yeah. in the Alfa Romeo <laughs> why yeah, it was it was woeful from Bottas and he couldn't even get back past them he was no. stuck in, the, behind, in between the Alfa Romeos the rest of the race yeah it was crazy it's so just I, yeah. I used to try and stick up for Valtteri, but where we've seen so many of the midfield get so much closer, this is where I think it's even me is realising that he's just not clicking with it at the moment. And I think we also put a lot of emphasis on just how well Hamilton did up until that 49 of the Grand Prix. Of yeah. He really dragged that Merck into contention still up to that point. Yeah, I think he had a slightly different setup. This weekend that obviously works a bit better. Yeah. But still, Bottas should be doing Hamilton, let's be fair. With a bad setup, it's still at least a top five car. Yeah. Hamilton should probably in that race have been sat in P3 watching the Rebels pull away and yeah, sort of not really doing much. pulling out a bit of a gap to the guys behind, but not much in that Grand Prix. But the fact he was able to stick with Perez and Verstappen for as long as he did was kind of incredible. Uh, so obviously, then we get about another 12 laps there or thereabouts before carnage ensues once more Max Verstappen leading the Grand Prix five laps to go and another pretty tie goes at 200 miles an hour Jamie hmm. what what yes. were you thinking as an apparent Max Verstappen fan I was 
yeah, very depressed. <laughs> the, the Jamie did even tell period. me he wasn't willing to do the podcast if <laughs> Hamilton won. After that, he just wouldn't. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was the whole race long. Obviously, it was a bit dead, so we had a lot of time to think about things. I was like, that was great. <laughs> um, like, Verstappen is going to extend the championship lead up to like 15 points. Yep. Good, good race. Like, one, Red Bull won two for the first time in ages. Yep. And then, um, yeah, the tie blew up. Hamilton's then. Well, if it even if it's second, it's what it's going to be thirteen ahead. Yeah. If he won, it was going to be twenty ahead. So, yeah. Things I, I things were not looking good. For Max I wasn't very happy. Fans. No, no. Um, but, yeah, luckily it 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 worked out well in the end. Yes. Yeah. So, and surely the question's got to be raised about Pirelli at the moment again. Yeah, I've seen some articles this morning. They're trying to say it's debris. Um, and they found a cut on Hamilton's tire as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And. It does make sense that it's debris. Obviously, you've got trees overhanging the track and stuff. And obviously, F2 race and everything. That was, I think, Delayla lost his front wing on a restart down that sort of area. So there might have been parts of that that they potentially didn't find. I don't really know. But either you've got to look at Pirelli or look at the marshalling, one or the other. Because we've had this at Baku before with um, with Bottas on the last lap. Or yeah. Close to the end. Getting a puncture at that sort of part of the track just by running over debris. That was so, clear-cut debris, though. Everyone could yeah. see that one. These seemed like you couldn't really sort of see anything yeah. as well. I, I, I don't think it can be just a tyre failure, to be fair, because they wouldn't be that it's, far out on their calculations. It seems said, difficult, but the fact they happen about the same amount of laps into a stint, and generally it seems like Stroll and Verstappen are two drivers that push their tyres hard as well anyway. Yeah, that's true. It's a Maybe bit then. difficult, it was, isn't it? I can see Pirelli now being really conservative for the rest of the season. Yes, like yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got Silverstone coming up. Yeah, Always a track that's hard one. on tyres. <laughs> France yeah, isn't Austria, generally there, too bad. bad. Yeah. Austria as well is not great. There's going to be questions being raised, surely. Yeah. Definitely. So, I, I don't know. I hope they don't change the tyres that much. Obviously, I don't want to see and blowing up all the time but no it's that fine back we don't want another 2013 do we either where one yeah, well, where either Mercedes or Red Bull then suddenly gets a huge leap forward from it and just absolutely yeah. takes off and ruins the second half of the year wins nine races in a row exactly exactly uh, so obviously then after that when we actually get a red flag this was I think a lot of people were saying oh go on count back Max Verstappen then wins the Grand Prix Yep. Ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous I know it never happened yeah funny <laughs> I, I mean how bad would that have looked if they went, yeah. oh, Verstappen's had a puncture. Right, we'll go two laps back and say Verstappen's still won. <laughs> yeah, so obviously... We... Fair, do you remember the race where Alonso was in hospital and still ended up on the podium? Oh, yes. Yeah, that was Brazil 2003? Brazil yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was... Well, I mean, I don't remember it live. I don't remember it, but yeah, I remember watching it. Yes, so, yeah. Uh, so obviously... You know, on a stretcher, also on the podium. <laughs> nice, it's good going. Um... Obviously, then we actually get the radio call from Red Bull, don't we, to the FIA. And I think we're loving these communications really like to the FIA. It's, it's so a good. great touch, let's be fair, from F1. But I can't remember who it was from Red Bull it exactly. Jonathan Wheatley. It was Jonathan Wheatley, was it? Um, yeah. It obviously was saying, I was thinking of Jonathan Leggard, but obviously that that was just, it, oh, there's a problem there, man, wasn't it? There's a problem there. <laughs> <laughs> what a throwback. But obviously they were saying, you know, red flag the race, let everyone go on fresh rubber so no one has to lose out by pitting. And it was a sensible yeah. idea, to be fair. Um, very good, cool. Yeah. Obviously, we have a red flag for about 30 minutes, I want to say, there or thereabouts. 
Yeah. And then far too long. <laughs> it was a bit too long, to be fair. Uh, obviously, we got to watch Max Verstappen kick stealth, sulk around, um, uh, kick Hamilton's brakes. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Um, obviously, yeah. Hamilton then says it's a marathon. Yep. <laughs> You're gonna have to go through this, Jamie. I, I might. I might right. not be able to speak through the tears. Yeah. Hamilton on the team radio just before going around to the grid says it's a marathon guys let's play it cool second place is good and then <laughs> before the first corner has his settings wrong on his steering wheel he had um it was something called brake magic brake magic yeah um, it's for the outlap it's for the safety car to warm the brakes the really quickly yeah so it puts loads of pressure on the brakes it puts the bias all to the front and then you obviously switch it off when you actually want to race because you don't want that for the actual racing he forgets to switch it off or switches it off and then knocks it back on or something like that and then gets a really good start to be fair is ahead of Perez the mixture of emotions in that moment I'll be honest I was really depressed for about a second and then he locks up into turn one and drops to 16 yeah it it wasn't great absolute scenes I I might when he did that I might have swore in front of my grandparents and I don't think they were too happy with me (laughs) (laughs) I was so gutted because I was just waiting I was um, waiting for the... with a group of Gasly fans. Yeah. We very happy. I'm sure you were. I was just waiting for the absolute eggery of Hamilton sitting there, <laughs> ninth fastest car all weekend, bangs it on the front row, and then gets the, the luckiest win of his entire career. <laughs> just watching yeah. Kez get so depressed in the group. I was I probably getting blocked. I got rid of Twitter for the rest of the day. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I mean, it was one of those things, as a Hamilton fan, where I was absolutely gutted, but on the other hand, you can appreciate... He never makes mistakes, so you got to allow him one every now and then. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't the end of the world. People can go on about how Hamilton's making so many mistakes this year, but two, really, and one of yeah. them was arguably not entirely his fault anyway. And to be fair, neither were that big. It's just no. he got unlucky with the time. Exactly. And you compare that to Verstappen, who obviously completely bottled Portugal all, all Portugal weekend, because he invalidated qualifying, obviously they put him on a setup to lead the race. Second, to be fair, it's not like he went from second. Was it? No, it was third. Portugal. No, there, right? It was third of Portugal. Mercedes no, got one two, didn't they? No, they didn't. You Bottas sure? Hasn't... Yes, I'm, I'm sure. I'm adamant. Was... Portugal Bottas 2021. Won two every race this season, apart from Baku. Is he actually? I thought yes. Bottas came P two. <laughs> no, Verstappen rinsed him on the. the he did, cup, didn't he? Yeah. Outlap, didn't fair he? play. I yeah, thought. Oh yeah. To be fair, I thought Bottas got P two. Eh? Fair no. enough. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was then. Uh, so obviously, yeah. Well, I mean, he bottled qualifying, which obviously put him on the back foot, and then obviously bottled fast that bonus point as well. Yeah. Um, but it just seems like Hamilton's mistakes have come at worse times, which is fair enough. You know, you've got to be able to perform at any point. This is by far and away not the best start to a season that Hamilton's ever had. No, not but really. remember, he always peaks out mid-year and just starts taking race wins. So I'm waiting for that come sort of Silverstone, hopefully from then on. What when I'm there, seeing Hamilton win. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm hoping for some absolute mega stuff. Uh, but anyway, we've got a couple of lecture laps to capitalise on uh, before we get too much into that. Obviously, Perez then watches Hamilton fly down turn one. The amount of see you again, fast and furious memes I've seen on Twitter has almost <laughs> taken the fun out of it, but it's still quite funny even now uh, as a Hamilton fan. We see a little bit of a scrap, though, uh, between Leclerc and Gasly towards the end. How yeah. are you feeling then? Very stressed. Gasly running third, and then coming on to start the final lap of the race, Leclerc gets a toe. Gasly actually had engine issues like all race, or for about halfway. Yeah. They thought he did. Did they actually ever confirm no, if did. he did or not? They said that he in sector three he was losing time to Sonoda all the time. Right. So he actually had a loss of power. Yeah. Stayed. So yeah. Was it clipping was or something? Wasn't it? I heard something like that. Yeah. Something with the electrical. Um, 
but the fact he was able to come back at Leclerc and just send it into one and actually sew the car down was pretty amazing. It was a good goal by him, yeah. Fair play, yeah. fair play. It seems like, again... I was very happy. You're obviously a huge Gasly fan, so we take everything you say with a pinch of salt, but even I can say <laughs> Gasly is most weeks still getting the most out of that car. Pretty yeah. much everything he can out of it, and he is delivering good results at the moment as well. Though. So we see, I think, for general F1 fans, one of the best podiums we've seen in a long time. Yeah, it was pretty good. Perez wins. Was I was happy to see that. Vettel second. He did a cracking race. Fair play to him. And then Gasly P3 as well. There was a very surprising podium, but still a very good podium. Yeah, no one would have that before. No, no, fair play. And yeah, I think we've got to give a special shout out to Seb, don't we? Yet? The last yeah. two races, he has been absolutely flying. We're starting to see old Seb back. And I know we've said this before. We want to see old Seb back to a certain degree. It's good to see him feeling a bit more comfortable, getting in the groove, and getting some big results. 28 points now he's on after the last two Grand Prix. He's up to ninth in the championship as well. How much more can that man get at that Alfa Romeo? Uh, the Alpha, the Aston Martin. I can't get the right team. Give <laughs> me three A's. chances. There's far too many A's this year. It's ridiculous. But I can yeah. still see him sort of getting like P7 in the championship come season's end. He's actually the top scorer. No, the second top scorer. The last two races. races. That's insane. Yeah. It actually goes in the order of this podium. It goes... Um, Perez top scorer Perez top scorer Vettel, Vettel. second Gasly third is it Gasly third is it has Verstappen not scored more points eight. still oh no Verstappen so yeah, Verstappen scored more then yeah <laughs> only uh, no they're equal but he's via head and count back 15 so. and 8 yeah that's 23 mate oh yeah nice <laughs> <laughs> fair enough right well Jimmy can't do maths so obviously nope. even after the race we got a bit more drama uh, Perez had to stop pretty much after the line because of a hydraulic issue uh, yeah hasn't... they were like congratulate like well done Checo stop stop stop, stop. get the car stop man <laughs> yeah. I thought he was really ran out of fuel but apparently not um, no. and then obviously we had yeah Pirelli as well uh, found cuts on Hamilton's tyre post race apparently by debris as well so again we don't really know what's going on with that I think it's going to take a bit more time uh, before we get any sort of solid idea about what that was all about from this yeah. weekend. But looking forward then, Jamie, I just want to find out, is next Grand Prix this weekend or is it next weekend? No, it's two weeks off. Two weeks well, off, is one, it? One week break and then it's a triple header. We've got three in a row. Oh, yeah, because obviously Canada has been scrapped, hasn't it? And it was meant to be Turkey, yeah. but that's not happening. So it's France and then two Austrias back. France, Austria, Austria, Silvo. Yeah. So, so France next then. I still have never watched a French Grand Prix live. Are you going to? Probably. Unless something happens, and then I probably won't. We'll see what happens. I feel (laughs) like I'm going to go out on a limb here. I feel like this is going to be the year Paul Ricard delivers. Oh, wow. That's a bold statement. It's a bold statement. I'm well aware. I am going to say Paul Ricard this year is going to deliver us, not the best race of the year, but a top five race of the year. You are mental. I am. <laughs> I'm more than happy to accept that. It is going to be a snooze be, fest now I've said that. It'll be Hamverbot. You're going Hamverbot as your top three. <laughs> I am going to... So you're saying Hamverbot, are you? Top yeah. three. I am going to go Hamver Perez. Top three. Wow. And can well, we just add quickly, much. because we completely forgot about that. Perez. What a signing he's been now for Red Bull. Proven oh, his yeah. worth. Too fair to him. Very good. I mean, he's yeah. had, what, two fifths, two fourths? Yeah. So that's his first podium. First podium, and it was a dub. Yeah. Perez yeah. is proving... He's the king um, of Baku. 
He said at the start of the season, judge him after five races. Yeah, sixth um, race. Five races. Picks up a dub. Races, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Perez yeah. is such a good driver. And this weekend, it felt like everything clicked for him. He was matching Max pretty much all weekend long. Yeah. He did exactly what Red Bull won. Exactly. From a second driver. Perfect. So. Perfect weekend from Perez. And like we said, and he's, he's delivered the, uh, so well at Baku in the past. He's the first driver to win. Twin, for two, two different, different teams, teams in the hybrid era. Which is crazy. It's mental, that stuff. I mean, you you say that six months ago, and well, seven months ago, <laughs> and it seems ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's Perez, is, his stock must be so high right now, and I'm so happy yeah. for him. After being dumped by Aston Martin, must be looking at that thinking, what on earth have we done? Although, again, Vettel, Vettel's doing well. Vettel finished second. They've you, done pretty well. You just think, well. you have Vettel and Perez in your car, you've got a mad lineup midfield wise. <laughs> Yeah. You do, and once now Vettel's. If Vettel continues to perform at the level he's performing, the same with Perez, you've got a mad lineup there. Not going to happen, but still, we can yeah. appreciate that. Another another stat I want to bring up. It's the first time. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, the Hanver bot. And none of them have been points. on the podium. None of them scored no. points, sorry, yeah. None of them scored points since Japan 2013. Which is insane, because Verstappen was still karting. Yeah. This is and also. In a Williams. So yeah. It's like, 14th fastest car at that point. This is also the first time Bottas... Oh, sorry, Verstappen's led a single-seater championship. That was after Monaco. That was after Monaco, yeah, but still. He's still leading it for now, which is just ridiculous as well. There's all kinds of crazy stats coming out of it at the moment. But obviously, yeah, France in two weeks, though, I think... Well, I'm saying it's going to be a good one. It probably won't, but still, I'm intrigued to see what happens. I can't get myself excited by you. No, no, we'll wait and see. I'm going to go, it's a terrible race. You're going to say it's a terrible race. Fair enough. (laughs) Let us know, obviously, your predictions for the top three down below as well, obviously. We might try and get a podcast out next week. We'll see what happens, obviously, depending on how busy we both are. Everything like that. But yeah, Jamie, a rating of 1 to 10, then, for Baku. Uh, I'll say 7. You'll go with a 7? Yeah. I was going to go with 7.5, and I thought you'd go like a 9. No, it was. If you take out the last two laps, it was yeah. pretty standard. It, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was obviously exciting, but it wasn't like a absolute amazing race. Yeah, Baku delivered everything. I think we should probably expect from it at this point. But yeah. it can't be long before it just has a snooze fest at some point, and people want it straight off the calendar. Yeah, that's true. But we'll wait and see about that. Just yeah. But anything else to add? I think everything all wrapped up. I think that's everything. We won't talk about F2 this weekend. No, we we won't talk about F2 this weekend because Guan Yuzhou does nothing at all. And it's yeah, lovely to see. A terrible circuit. No, oh, get circuit a grip. Get a grip. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you all uh, so much for watching this video. Uh, nonetheless, obviously, if you guys have gone on to enjoy, make sure you do leave a like, get yourself subscribed. We're almost at 15,000 subscribers now on the channel as well. You know, we're, we're getting, we're down into like the final 250 of that as well. It is kind of insane at the moment but yeah we'll be back very very soon with either a french grand prix preview or a review depending on how busy we are we'll see you guys there